timeout's over. Now, more Behind the Web, live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 1061 ESPN and the Spiders Sports Network. Yudinski out of the gun, takes the snap, back to throw with a pump fake, now throws it near side, end zone, Williams turning, catch, touchdown! As he's belted out of bounds, but Josiah Williams turning and reaching up to make the grab of the lob, scores! Part of the uh, scoring barrage by the Spiders in Saturday's victory over Stony Brook, which leads us into our guest this afternoon. I'm behind the web here at Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagles Shopping Center. He is Spiders starting center, Tom Elia, who joins us here at the head table today. Uh, Tom, thanks for being here. Welcome. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Doing great. Let's talk about the offense first. We'll get into the weather in a little bit, but I hate to start a conversation by talking about the weather. So in the last two games, 81 points, 857 yards of total offense. What's what's clicking here? Kind of take us through the progression from the start of the season to where you guys feel you are offensively right now. Um, so the first two games, obviously we were running the ball well. Um, throwing the ball well too but these past two games of we've obviously had a lot of success in the throwing game Um, haven't uh, run the ball too well these past two games but we plan on in the future being able to run the ball well and we'll take that accountability up front to uh, be better in the run game but so far the offense is clicking very well Uh, I think the tempo is going very well I think we've gotten in more shape um, as the season has progressed so I think everything's just firing on all cylinders right now so well, talk a little bit more about this whole tempo thing. And you're not the first offensive lineman that we've talked with that said, you know what, in week one against Virginia, it was hot, obviously, sunny and hot, and, and we were pretty winded. But since then, it's kind of fallen into place. Do, do you kind of agree with that? Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. And, um, you know, you can get in shape all camp long, but it, it takes probably the first one or two games to really get into that game shape, especially with the tempo offense. So, Having that first game under our belt, especially in that hot weather, I think really really prepared us for uh, the coming season with that tempo of just going fast and being able to move the ball down the field. Russ, have you kind of seen that as well from the offense that, you know, there was, you know, some guys that were huffing and puffing week one, understandable, considering what the weather was like up there at, at UVA and that now, you know, they found that tempo. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm not playing the game, so you don't, you know, you don't realize how tough it is on them, especially when it's a really hot day like it was at UVA. <clears throat> but um, with the offensive line, you know, you, you need a co- cohesive unit. And so, obviously, at center, he's going to play every snap, you know, because that's obviously a critical spot. But you try to keep as many of the five together as possible. Now you'll sprinkle other guys in that are deserving to play. But uh, – you know, it's tough on them. Like, you know, on the defense side of the ball, we roll three tackles, three ends. Mm-hmm. You know, we even try to substitute, you know, secondary guys. Um, so it, it – but up front, I mean, they they got to be in great shape. On that front, Tom, are you seeing it now that you guys are feeling good about it and you look across that line of scrimmage and maybe it's getting harder and harder on the defenses to kind of keep up with that tempo? A hundred percent. And um, I completely agree. And – we, we kind of talk about it like as we're moving down the field, like we can see the defense getting tired and we're like, hey, like pick up the tempo, like call more tempo plays because we feel like we can drive them off the ball or kind of get them in uncomfortable situations when they're tired. So mm-hmm. that's that's what we like to see. So How much responsibility as the center do you have on these tempo plays and making sure your two guys to your left and your two guys to your right know what's coming? 
Uh, so the biggest thing for me is I really need to run up and address the ball. So I have to chase the ball every snap just in case a tempo play is called. And uh, um, whenever we call tempo play, I need to make sure all the communication is done fast and correctly. So um, whether it's declaring a linebacker, calling which side the double team's for, um, it's really important that I do that quickly and effectively so everybody hears it and everybody's on the same page. So. Um, that's why I like to stand out on the sideline during the preseason because I don't get to hear all that when you know mm-hmm. up in the booth. So I love listening to you guys uh, and all the communication that you have. Um, look, in in the summer, you had a couple of things to prepare for here, and I wonder if you could kind of talk to our audience about both of them. Number one, you you were the heir apparent at center. Mm-hmm. You were going to take over as the starting center from Clayton McConnell, who did such a great job there. What was kind of your your mindset and also the physical side of that to prepare yourself? to be, as Coach Usman said, taking every snap? Um, So last year I felt like every game I prepared as a starter, even though I wasn't starting. And I give a lot of credit to Clayton because he was a great mentor. And that's honestly the best mentor I could ask for, him being a first-team all-conference center. Um, So I think having him last year as a mentor really helped me prepare for this year. In the offseason, I really took it upon myself to watch a lot of film watch a lot of him to see what he did well and try to uh, build myself, like build my game off of him. Um, So that was one thing. And I knew I was going to be taking a lot of snaps this year. So uh, getting in good cardiovascular shape was also uh, a big thing for me. And I think Coach Brinks did a great job in the offseason establishing a a very good program for us to get in good shape for this tempo. Did you guys do more running? Was that what it was? Or how did you kind of, you know, upgrade your cardiovascular? Uh, We definitely did more running this offseason than uh, past offseasons, which I think definitely helped us prepare um, for the tempo of this season. Um, Again, Coach Brinks did a great job. We were running more longer distances, and Mm -hmm. I think it's really prepared us for this year. So. Russ, how confident were you in this transition at center? Because Clayton McConnell been your guy for quite some time, obviously, and now he was turning over the reins to Tom Elia. We were very confident. Even last year, I mean, we knew if, if Clayton, something happened, he went down, that Tom could get it done. I, I don't think – there was never once, uh-oh, all right, Clayton's gone. What are we going to do now? Even, like like I said, last year, we had all the confidence in the world that he could get it done. Um, and – Probably, you know, could have very easily been a starter last year and uh, and, and got all these snaps and done a great job for us. So um, a lot of confidence in him. He's smart. Uh, he's a really good player, and uh, I've been extremely impressed with him so far. So, Tom, the second part of this, Clayton really couldn't help prepare you for, and that was the new offense, what Coach Kosh brought in. Obviously, Clayton wasn't involved in that last year. How did you kind of go about learning the offense? You knew it was going to be more up-tempo, physical side. You had to be in better shape. How about just learning an entirely new offense? Um, So that really took part in the spring once Coach Kosh got here. I made it the point to try to learn the offense as fast as possible and then be able to have meetings with my teammates and be able to be on the same page um, for certain things, just watching film. We would watch a lot of install tapes of what he did at VMI um, and just be able to uh, be out there and be basically the glue of the offensive line. And if anybody has a question, you know, come to me. I can try to help you out with your responsibility. And just making sure everybody's on the same page. But I had to prepare myself first just to make sure I knew my role, my job, and then 
uh, make sure I could be able to help other people as well on the line. How much did Reese help in that whole process? Obviously, he was probably the most familiar. I guess Jake Harris a little bit as well. But Reese certainly at that quarterback position, familiar with Coach Kosh's offense. Yeah, Reese, Reese was a huge help in the spring um, and in the summer. Um, I was able to just pick his brain a little bit, like uh, why'd you uh, do this here? Why'd you do that there? And uh, he was just a huge help in learning the offense. Um, even some of the protections with some of our tempo calls, just asking him, um, just making sure everybody's on the same page. So he he's he's awesome. He's a really smart guy, great football player. So. So we've had him on this show already, and he's done interviews and press conferences. He always, he always seems so in control, pretty much low-keyed, quite frankly, especially for a quarterback. What's he been like, I was going to say in the huddle, but there is no huddle, but what has he been like as part of that you know, 11-man offensive unit and, and his voice and how his voice kind of rings out to you guys? Uh, you know, he's a really good leader. Um, he holds us all together. He might be a quiet guy, but once we get on the field – uh, he's in command. He's he's guiding the ship. Um, couldn't couldn't ask for a better leader at quarterback. And you know him being so smart, everybody trusts him. Um, so it's been great. He told us here. Uh, was he here last week or two weeks? I don't remember. But he he was here and he told us that you guys actually let him come to dinner with you once. You offensive lineman. That you, yeah. You brought him to dinner. Yeah, how how did, did he kind of fit in at the dinner table? Uh, he was good. You know, he's a quiet guy, but really nice guy. So whenever you start a conversation with him, he'll keep it going. So he's he's a great guy. And the mantra has been amongst you offensive linemen: our goal is to keep number two clean, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We need so, to keep them clean. Yeah. So far, so good. All right, we're about halfway through. Let's Let's take a break. Tom Ilya coming back. Yeah, we'll talk some weather with Tom, what practice have been like the last couple days with the wet footballs and what he may expect in the game on Saturday at Elon. Tom Ilya, Spider Setter, our guest on Behind the Web, back at Glory Days Grill after a bottom-of-the-hour break on 1061 ESPN. Let's get back to the show. Behind the Web, live from Glory Days in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center. Once again, here's Bob Black on the Spider Sports Network and 1061 ESPN. The snap to Udinski, back to throw under a blitz, throws it to Smith, gets a block, gets the 40, 45, 50, down the near sideline, 40, to the 30, to the 20, it's a foot race, to the 10, to the 5, it's a touchdown! 60 yards out of the backfield. Savon Smith making the grab and taking off up the near sideline. Kind of glad we played that play-by-play clip uh, coming back with uh, Tom Ilya, Spider Center. And, uh, you know, those plays, Tom, you know, those short passes to, to the backs, they almost act like running plays. How have you guys kind of approached that, that short passing game that's been so successful with both Aaron and Savon? Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely effective, um, especially when you put like a RPO uh, with it. So Reese has the option to either hand the ball off or uh, throw that little short pass. So he uh, just reads what's happening with the defense, and uh, him being able to do that and being very good at that um, <laughs> has been very effective so far, and it's been awesome to watch. I think it was Joe watch. Moore that threw the block on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Joe Moore made a huge block yeah. on that play. Yeah, it was really good for yeah. Savon to get down the sideline and and score on that one. All right, let let's get to the weather um, and what you're expecting on Saturday and how you guys have prepared um, for that. Coach kind of gave us a little bit of what happened. Uh, from a guy who's going to handle the ball on every snap, what did you do this week, and how how do you feel about it? Um, 
So we wet the balls uh, during team periods and practice. Um, so Coach Ross always says it all starts with the snap. So really got to be focused on getting the ball back there to Reese and making sure it's a clean snap so we can have clean exchanges uh, throughout the game. So that's been my primary focus. And uh, it went well this week for sure. Um, I felt comfortable snapping the football even though it was wet. And uh, we're just expecting a gritty game. You know, mm -hmm. if it rains, it's going to be muddy. It's a grass field. Um, just going to be a gritty game. Uh, find a way to win. And yep. Are so. you one of those guys that likes to play in the rain? It's old school football. We're going to get in the trenches and, and all of that. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I love I love that kind of football. <laughs> just uh, smash mouth football and uh, try to run the ball pretty well. And going to be muddy and it's going to be awesome so it's going to be really fun <laughs> how did he handle it in practice there russ you had kind of critiqued uh, reese a little bit and he got better from tuesday to wednesday uh, because it is important i mean reese doesn't get that ball unless tom gets it to him yeah i didn't see any bad snaps this week they were all good i don't, I don't pay as much attention but um <laughs> you know to you know to the snap i was just i was kind of watching reese try to see him throw the mm -hmm. ball but uh i didn't see anything that was a bad snap there nope is there a, a mindset there tom that i mean you're gonna go play in the rain it's gonna rain some like i mentioned with coach we were there at new hampshire last year did fine there is there a mindset that you have to have going into a bad weather game uh definitely i think you need to know that you know it's going to be a, a sloppy kind of game meaning the field's going to be all muddy um you might lose traction here and there but I mean, you have the same mindset. You want to come in and uh, just try to beat your opponent. I mean, it's just like any other game. It's just going to rain a lot, going to be muddy, but need to find a way to get it done. That's that's really the only thing. Hey, you mentioned Coach Ross. Uh, tell us a little bit about your offensive line coach, Adam Ross, and kind of the relationship you and the guys have with him. Uh, he's awesome. You know, uh, he pushes you to be your very best every day. Um, he's hard on each and every one of us, but he does it out of love. Uh, all of us know that um, he's a great coach, knows technique very well, knows scheme. Uh, he's very picky with technique and uh, scheme work, but that's just to make us great. So uh, I really appreciate everything um, he does, and we're all able to just go talk to him. It doesn't even have to be about football. I can just talk to him about life, anything that's going on, anything bothering you. So he's a, he's a great guy, and uh, he's been really great to me. Uh, my first year starting so he's been awesome so russ do you pretty much uh, leave coach ross alone and just kind of let him do his thing with these guys or what yeah oh yeah no question um you know he, he uh, first off i mean he's a great football coach but he's a great family man mm -hmm. loves his wife and kids and and i appreciate that um and uh you know i hired him uh my last year at chattanooga and uh, so he was with me that year, and then we came here together. So we've been together for going on seven now. <clears throat> but I actually interviewed him a couple years prior to hiring him, and, and I wanted to hire him at that point in time. I was talked out of it um, hmm. by an offensive coach or two at the time and kicking myself uh, for get, letting myself get talked out of it because I thought he was the best candidate, no question. And he was really a younger guy at that point in time. Um, but um, I think he does a fantastic job. He he cares about these kids, and, and that's that's huge. All right, with one of the offensive linemen sitting here, uh, speak a little to why the offensive line group is your favorite group <laughs> on the football team. 
Do you believe that, Tom? Yes, sir. You, you say, do. You say it every day. So. Yes, sir. These dudes work so hard. They and again, I, I'm sure other position groups are going to get get mad at me, but they work harder than anybody in practice. Uh, it's grunt work. There's no glory. Um, you know, I had to talk Bob into letting you come to the radio show today because he doesn't want offensive linemen here. Um, or specialists. Yeah, or specialists. But the, just the, the, the work, the commitment, the film study. Um, these guys, you, people don't realize, uh, you know, we get 20 hours a week with them. And, you know, the, the hours they put in on their own as a group and understand – uh, you know, it, it's just such a cohesive group, and I just – I've always liked the offensive line, um, you know, but you're like a dad. You're not allowed to say it in public uh, <laughs> that they're your favorite. But uh, the whole team knows they're my favorite group, so it doesn't make any difference. So, so how's it feel, Tom, to be the teacher's pet here, you guys, with the head coach? You know, I think we've earned it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> so far you have there's, yeah, there's no yes, no doubt about yes, that sir. it's kind of funny because you know when we have a player on each week i try to find a couple of play-by-play highlights for each segment of that player it was a little difficult <laughs> but i do try tom at least once a series to say tom Elia puts his hands on the ball at the 37 yard whatever it is to snap it and i couldn't find one this week, particularly, there was a good play on top of it. So I do like the offensive lineman coach. Not as much as you. Not as much as you. No, no <laughs> doubt about that. That's for sure. Uh, let's go back a little bit, Tom. We got a few minutes remaining. What What attracted you to Richmond? What made you want to come be a Richmond Spider several years ago now? Uh, so the biggest how I knew about Richmond was Ray Eldridge. Um, he he went to my high school. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up together. And I saw he uh, went to Richmond. We obviously played on the same high school football team. Um, and when I started getting recruited, I was just asking him about it, and he's like, dude, you'd love it. Like, come visit. So I took my first visit at Richmond and uh, immediately fell in love and then just learning more about the program. Um, best conference in FCS football, um, great academics for what I wanted to do, which is uh, business. And the campus is just gorgeous. So all that fit together, uh, really fell in love with the coaching staff, um, and then everything just fell into place. So that's why I chose Richmond. Russ, how often does that happen where it's a, it's a player, a guy you already have that, that advocates the program and the school like uh, Tom was just talking about with Ray Eldridge? Uh, yeah, I mean, they all really do a great job in the recruiting part of it. Uh, I think Ray's really t- taking it to another level. Um, he loves this place, and, um, you know, he he wants the program to be really good. And, um, you know, so he, he's been a really um, a good ambassador for us, and it just so happened he was at the same high school and knew him. Um, so – but most of our guys um, do a great job and, and, and really want to – get quality student athletes here to, to to play on the same team with them so when it's ones on ones in practice and ray eldridge is across the line of scrimmage from you now who wins those battles tom uh you know i'd say i'd say it's a, a pretty fair battle but you know i think i get the best of them most of the time yeah i'm, ch- I'm trying to be humble but yeah don't yeah. be humble don't be yeah. shy he's not listening right now <laughs> don't worry you trash talk a little bit with your teammate all right speaking of high school take us back to those days we were talking about it during the last commercial break you had a terrific high school football team and you actually had the opportunity to play a state 
championship game or a Western PA was, yep. championship game at Heinz Field, right? Yep. Yeah, it was the uh, Whippeal Championship, which is our uh, district championship in Pittsburgh, PA. And uh, that's a really big deal if you're from Pittsburgh, being able to play on Heinz Field. You know, everybody from Pittsburgh is a Steel- big Steelers fan. So it's like you're playing on the same field as TJ Watt, all the great ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and we won that game in spectacular spectacular fashion. Um, one of my best friends picked the ball off on the one-yard line to win the game mm. and uh, seal the fate of the championship. So it was it was awesome being able to do that. I'm uh, sorry Matt McAllister is no longer here and with us because he's a big Pittsburgh guy as well. I'm sure he would be smiling with glee. And Mike O'Toole is here today, and he's a big Western PA guy, so I'm sure he's smiling about that as well. What's going on with your Steelers? What's, what's happening with the Steelers, Tom? <laughs> They, you know, they stink. <laughs> I, I don't think they stink. Uh, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin's team is going to always find a rhythm at some point in the year. So I'm not too worried about them right now. But one and two start, I'm not too happy with, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see how it goes the rest of the year. I'm, I'm confident in Tomlin getting it done. So we'll, we'll see about it. There's a uh, Steelers-Eagles game coming up in about six weeks, I think. So let's get back, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. All right, keys for Spider success on Saturday. Opponent is a tough one. Mm-hmm. You saw what they did last week. They came back in the second half. Conditions, all of that. Um, give us just a little bit of a, a pregame scouting report, if you would, before we let you go eat lunch. Um, so they're really solid up front. We think they have a, a good front seven. Um, so I think it's really important for us to establish the run game early and then be able to throw the ball off of that. Okay. So especially with the rainy conditions, um, you, don't, you don't know what's going to happen. So us establishing the run game is huge. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's a big focus for us. Awesome stuff. I can see why they're your favorite now, Russ, after yeah. this conversation, right? I, I like the Western PA guys, too, a lot. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're a lot of times my favorites, too. I think it's great high school football. Um, I've recruited there uh, when I was an assistant coach a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I don't like I, – I like actually, Steelers are fine because I like Mike Tomlin, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, the Bengals are my team. Were you at William & Mary? When Tomlin was there, that was he, mm-hmm. you were right mm-hmm. when he was a wide receiver, right? Yep. Yeah. And then Sean McDermott and yep. Tomlin both. Yep. Tomlin both there. Yep. Cool stuff. All right, Tom. Don't worry about those Steelers. You worry about those Spiders, and let's Absolutely. get it on Saturday. Thank you, Tom. Yes, sir. Thank you, Tom Ilya, Spider Center. Great stuff. Our guest on Behind the Web. Let's get a break. We got a couple of texts and email questions for Coach Usman. We'll get to those and wrap up today's Behind the Web on the other side of this timeout on 106.1 ESPN.